So I applied to 100 jobs in my first month. Zero results, no interviews, no offers, no nothing. And I went back to all those people. I was like, what gives? Like, you told me this was the process. And I went to this school. I paid all this money. I got my degree. And I got no options. I got no results. Like, what's, what's wrong? And they reiterated, you know, you just need to do more. You need to send more applications. It's a numbers game. And I said, okay, I'll do this one more time. And I'm going to double down. And I'm going to just do everything that I possibly can. So I went out there and I applied to 200 jobs the next month. And same thing, zero results. So the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I clearly was going crazy because this thing just was not working. Welcome back to another episode of the Who You Know Show podcast, where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and life. My name is Trevor Houston. And on this show, you'll learn the strategy, grit, and mindset it takes to overcome obstacles so you can level up in your career, recover your cash flow, and live the life of purpose that God intended for you. Don't forget to look at the mic drop moments timestamped in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to pay it forward, subscribe, and leave an honest review so we can improve. Thanks for listening. My name is Trevor Houston, and please enjoy this episode of the Who You Know Show. So Austin, you are the founder of Cultivated Culture, and um, there's a lot of buzz going around. You've been featured in Forbes, Business Trader, Fast Company, because you're helping job seekers land jobs at companies like Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Apple, without even applying or without connections. So I'm super curious because I'm like, it just sounds like too good to be true, but <laughs> yeah. you're getting all this press. What? So- so like, what, what are you doing, man? I, I just want to know, what's your secret sauce? Yeah, for sure. So uh, you guys pretty much summed it up, but I do two things right now. So I still work full-time at Microsoft. I've been there for about five years. I work in partnerships and development there. And then I run this business called Made Culture on the side. And the whole deal is helping people get in the door without having to go through that whole online application process. So I will say that, you know, without applying online, you don't want to completely remove online apps from the entire process, right? But the big issue that we see, which you guys know better than anybody else, is it's not what you know, it's it's who you know. And so, so many job seekers spend way too much time applying, like just pushing these online applications through the job boards mm. and the results just aren't there in the channel. So if we look at where the results are coming from, which is via referrals, as you guys know very well, you know, that's where people are spending 10% of their time. So I work with people to flip that script. I work with people to spend 90% of their time on the networking and figuring out creative ways to get in the door, like using something like BombBomb to get noticed or creating something that I call the value validation project. We use that stuff to build relationships with people who can influence that end hiring decision for the target role that we want. And that's how I help people get in the door. So we're not spending hours tweaking resumes. We're not spending, you know, hours tweaking cover letter. Trevor, in the promo for the episode, you know, you said you're worth more than two sheets of paper. Like that is the truth. And the best way to showcase that is by getting in front of somebody, building a relationship one-to-one, adding that person to your meaningful network and then leveraging that to get in the door. Man, I love that. That's like, all right, hold on. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's Come like on. another, Grab another mic. mic drop right there. Grab your mic. All right. So so leveraging the network. Um, so you you have a pretty large network. I, I noticed. I was looking at your LinkedIn profile. I said, dang, okay, this dude's got like 300 and something thousand. You know, you got a, a pretty hefty 
network for LinkedIn. That's amazing. How, how did you, I, I mean, how long that. have you been Thanks. on the platform? First of all, like how long have you been on LinkedIn? <laughs> uh, like creating content about a year and a half. I mean, I've had a profile oh, wow. for since oh, for like 10 years or whatever, but I really started posting about a year and a half ago. Well, that, that brings up a question. Like when you started down this journey, right? Helping folks in career transition through this process, like that is not necessarily the way that maybe recruiters, hiring managers, employers want things to work, right? They're, they're the ones that are implementing the applicant tracking system, right. right? So what kind of resistance did you run into? Can you talk a little bit about that experience developing this? That's the big thing about this whole strategy. It comes from my personal experience. So I'm not a recruiter. I've never been a recruiter. And I get mistaken for being a recruiter all the time, but essentially everything I share is based off of my personal experience, job search. So to rewind the clock a little bit, back in college, I was a pretty, pretty bad student. So I got out of school with a 2.58 GPA. I filled a bunch of classes. I didn't know what to do with my life, but everybody told us, you know, hey, you go to college, you spend all this money, you'll always have an opportunity. And I just coasted the rest of the way. I got a job that my roommates had essentially just dropped in my lap. Uh, and then I got slapped in the face because I didn't think about cost of living. I didn't think about salary. I didn't really think about trajectory. And I ended up in this miserable job. And so to keep a long story short, I wanted to make a transition. And my goal was to work Google or Microsoft. And so, you know, here I was this person with three months of professional experience and it was in the healthcare space and I had a biology degree and a terrible GPA. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work at Google. And everybody's like, I don't know about that. So I had to figure this thing out. And I went to everybody we always go to for advice. Whenever we have problems, you go to your family, you go to your friends, maybe you go to your professors or career uh, services at your university, or you go to, you know, trusty old Google or whatever, and you, you type in a search. And everybody told me the same thing. They all said, you know, well, the job searches and numbers, you tweak your resume, you put in those keywords, you write your cover letter, and then you apply online, you just rinse and repeat, and eventually something sticks. And I thought that was a little weird um, because <laughs> that didn't seem like it made a ton of sense. But I said, all right, so I'll, I'll go do that. So I applied to 100 jobs in my first month, zero results, no interviews, no offers, no nothing. And I went back to all those people. I was like, what gives? Like, you told me this was the process. And I went to this school. I paid all this money. I got my degree. And I got no options. I got no results. Like, what's, what's wrong? And they reiterated, you know, you just need to do more. You need to send more applications. It's a numbers game. And I said, okay, I'll do this one more time. And I'm going to double down. And I'm going to just do everything that I possibly can. So I went out there and I applied to 200 jobs the next month. And same thing, zero results. So the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I clearly was going crazy because this thing just was not working. So around that same time, I had coffee with an alumni from uh, where I went to college. I went to Forest in North Carolina. This guy worked at Uber and he said, look, you know, you are approaching this the wrong way. You're taking advice from all these people who haven't been down the road that you want to go, who haven't worked at these companies, who haven't come from a non-traditional background. And that was just a big light bulb moment for me. So. I went out there and I just wrote down my, my job criteria. I said, I want to be working in a major city, New York, LA, San Fran, et cetera. I want to be working in a major tech company. I want to be making a certain salary every year. And I want to be doing it before I'm 25. So I took those criteria and I went out and I just found a ton of people on LinkedIn who met those criteria. And I just started reaching out. And I specifically tried to find people who made the job from a non-traditional background. So I talked to all of them. 
And, uh, and by all of them, I mean like 25 to 30 of them. But <laughs> I asked them a bunch of questions, common threads, and I looked for strategies. And two major things stood out. Pretty much every single person landed their job through a referral. So not who you are, not what you know, but who you know. But it was also, how can you illustrate what you know? Because a resume, a cover letter, those aren't great ways to illustrate your value. Like when I was younger, I played soccer. And every summer, at the end of the summer, we'd go try out for the travel team. And like, I didn't show up to the tryout with a piece of paper that was like, hey, Austin scored four goals last year. And like, he can kick the ball 30 <laughs> yards. Like, I went yeah. out and played. Which yeah. is either like, you're good enough from team or, you know, better luck next year. And the resume and the cover letter are more of like the, the former example there. And they're just not the best way to illustrate your value. So what a lot of these people had done was step outside of the box, outside of the traditional resume, cover letter, job application to illustrate their value. And I love both of those concepts. So I basically said, okay, I'm going to take those two things. I'm going to put them at the center of this new approach. And I'm just going to tear this whole hiring process apart. And eventually, you know, it took me a little while. It took me a ton of testing. I experimented with everything. I really dove into building relationships, the psychology behind it, uh, how to get in the door with people you've never met before. And what came out of it was uh, interviews and offers at Google and Microsoft and Twitter. So I accepted the job at Microsoft been there for five years now. And I had like a dozen people come out of the woodwork right away from, from college saying, you know, hey, aren't you the horrible GPA? After like the 20th person said that to me, I was like, all right, I'm going to write a blog post. And so I just put everything in there and it got a really good response. And that was four years ago now. The rest is kind of history. So I've really been lucky in the sense of, you know, I've been able to take my system and now I've been able to test it at scale with all of these different job seekers across industries, across levels of experience from new grads all the way up to C-level folks and people who are 21s and people who are 60 plus. And I've really gotten to see how that works in all of these different um, different applications in these different environments. Love that. So you, you use your experience. I mean, uh, he said a lot of the same things that, that we're teaching. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. I mean, really, I mean, I love it. So I, I kind of figured it was something similar, but I was like, maybe he's got some kind of like, you know, I don't know, some secret technology or something that's just getting in there. Well, and, and at the end of the day, right, in, in Austin, you know, maybe I'm right or wrong about this, but you have come from a non-traditional, like as you had mentioned, um, but clearly it was well-received, right? Offers from all of those companies that yep. you were trying to get into. So yep. um, congratulations, kudos to you for yeah. double. Follow that gifting. I, I look, my dad was a pastor, so I'm always looking with some more eyes than just these two that you guys can see. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I see a lot there, Austin, and I see that passion and I see some gifts that it comes from. So guys, hey, listen, if we follow our passion, the Bible itself tells you it will put you before great men. Hey, that's a mic drop right yep. there. Get that. There get you that. Go. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, get that. Get that. Get that. Get that. You guys, you need to go check them out. Cultivatedculture.com. This is my man right here with, how do you say it, Foster? My man in the 50 grand? But the whole 50 grand. The with whole him. 50 grand. Sometimes I just say 50 grand, but then when I'm really excited about it, I'll say the whole 50 grand. <laughs> I buy into what you're selling, brother. Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston, and if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know. Who you know.